For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Did I just see a ghost? Ah, ah, ah. You know, the blue people with the tails. Hey, good game, shooter. We transition from eh to ooh. Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, starts now. Hello! From the studio in Nitro, West Virginia, this is Unreasonable Down. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball, part of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Josh Witt, and this is off-season episode 18. I'm back from vacation. I ate so much ice cream. Uh, the ocean, you know, it's so calming, the ocean, so rejuvenating, looking out on the horizon. Anyways, the last time I was on this microphone, it was we were deep in the TBT, and then Best Virginia went to Dayton, and that was it. They lost their first game. Not a great draw for Best Virginia playing the home team. Home team did not end up winning the whole thing. So the Buffalo, the University of Buffalo alumni team, got through all the way and won a million dollars. So congrats to those guys. Charleston will not be a host city for TBT next year. Uh, That's a fact. And this is year four for Best Virginia. Every time you talk to John Flowers when Best Virginia gets knocked out of TBT, he's like, I don't want to do it. In the moment, don't want to do it anymore. But let it breathe. We'll see what happens. But if it's not in Charleston, and this will be next year will be year five, and Flowers did talk about how Best Virginia in those last minutes against the Dayton alumni team that they lost to, totally gassed, done. Does Best Virginia take a TBT break? Will there be a changing of the guard? Will John Flowers and Kevin Jones pass the torch to a younger group? Is that the last time we've seen Best Virginia play in TBT? We'll find out, I don't think, soon. They've got Those guys have plenty of time to think about it, decide what to do. But guys are already heading to their respective countries to play basketball. Kevin Jones back for another season. Shout out to him going to Japan to play again this season. Other guys, I'm sure, getting their affairs in order. Logan Routes going to Japan, so that's exciting for him. What else has been going on? Well, Gabe did not play for Best Virginia, but he I did see a picture of him on the internet playing in a summer league with Kyrie Irving. So that's something. We're still a good ways out from the first game in November. But it's August now. So after August is September. After September is October. So we're close. Like there's not too many more flips of the calendar before we're getting into the basketball season. And so – uh, we all know this, lots of new guys, plenty of guys 
to try to get the no. So last year, I thought the social media team for WVU basketball did a great job with their video series of presenting to the fan base, like, here's the new guys. And they did the five essentials video series. And it was great. And everybody explained what their five essential things were. And I thought they did a great job with it. Different thing this year, you can't run back five essentials, right? Got to try something new. So this year, the theme is full court press. And it's early August, and they got to get started because there's nine new guys on the roster. So uh, the way they do it this year, the player gets all of the questions. They give them the questions on index cards. The player is holding the index cards with the questions, and my assumption is they go through every card and answer it. And these questions are like, have you been on, are you on the Facebook? If you're on the Facebook, you've seen this, where somebody will say, I'm bored, or I don't usually do these, but this will be fun. Take 10 minutes and do this. And it's like, what's your favorite this? And what's your favorite that? And what's your this? And what's your that? And then you put all the answers on the internet on the Facebook, you erase the last person's answers that you read. It's like, oh, that's cute. That's fun. Oh, I'm really getting to know this person. You erase their answers, put your answers, and then you, and then, you know, the cycle continues. And it's just a fun thing to do on the social media. I, I haven't seen one in a while, but I think they still do that. And maybe that was the inspiration for the social media team. Anyway, uh, that, what I just described on Facebook is only a way to for people on the internet to get your password figured out <laughs> like your banking password they all those questions are hints for a person to figure out how to take all of your money i don't want to be too you know skeptical so joe tucson was the first one and he answers all these questions i I have not heard that he has had his bank account uh, drained by a stranger. So they're going forward with this. I enjoyed it. His favorite food sounds delightful. His movie choice is interesting. You should check it out. It's on the Twitter. It's on the Instagram. I'm sure it's on the Facebook. You know what? I want to play the game. Hello, Mountaineer Nation. This is Josh Witt, and this is my full court press. social media handles well i'm on the twitter at i'm josh witt my insta i'm on the gram at unreasonable doubt wv and i'm on the linkedin i'm on the facebook yeah nickname what's my nickname i get i get uh witty i get j-dub uh a kid in junior high called me booger snots and that's snu- and that stuck old baldy that's a more recent one. Uh, Sad Pod. I don't have to explain that one. Those are nicknames. Any of those. Josh. Why did I choose podcasting? That's a very good question. I don't have any qualifications. Uh, I'm approaching. I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. I'm approaching the end of year five of podcasting. And I wouldn't describe my audience as growing. Unreasonable Doubt is not 
catching on. Um, so why did I choose podcasting as a hobby? Bob Huggins is a winner. Favorite athlete, Sean Kemp, the Rain Man. That's what that one's an easy for me. Uh, I had only one poster of an athlete as a child, and it was Sean Kemp, who in the poster was as tall as the as the uh, what is it? Space Needle. Sean Kemp. YouTube Sean Kemp. Spirit animal? Oh, um, a sloth. Three-toed sloth. Favorite kicks? Well, I like the looks of lots of shoes, but my feet are not narrow. Um, so, New Balances? Any New Balance shoe. I like the 574s, but anything with a number, New Balance, the 228s, the 417s, the 988s, the 550s, the 0202s, the R20s, the uh, 748s, the 925s, all of them. I love all the New Balance shoes. So me, I like New Balance. Jack Harlow likes New Balance. Kawhi Leonard likes New Balance. No biggie. Favorite pregame song? Oh, I mean, put on I Believe in a Thing Called Love by the darkness. And I am ready to play basketball. Favorite artist? Uh, Gotta go with Kanye West. He's my favorite. Favorite movie? For the longest time, I claimed Pleasantville was my favorite movie. That was a bit. That was a bit for me. I would say, you know what? I watched Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon recently, and it it made me very happy. So I'm going to go with The Last Dragon. Favorite TV show? I love watching TV. The Wire. The Wire's my favorite. I'm due to run that back and watch the whole Five seasons, if you've never watched it, it's a, you know, uh, it's for mature audiences. It's funny, it's sad. Favorite food? I went to Austin, Texas and had Texas brisket. And that is my favorite food, Texas brisket. Favorite video game? Uh, you know what? Go. It's great because you can play this on a Chromebook. You can play this on your computer. Uh, SimCity. And not like a, the app SimCity. Go to the Internet Archive and type in SimCity. And then you can build a, you can build a city on the moon. That's my favorite game. SimCity. It's free. Favorite Gatorade flavor? Uh, the blue one. If you could visit one place in the world, where would it be? Uh, you know, I've been playing golf more here lately, and to to 
visit Augusta National Golf Club with my golf clubs in my hand and to be able and have balls and have a caddy. I mean, I don't need a caddy, but I'm sure you can't play that course without having a caddy and just play Augusta National. That's the place. Three words that describes your podcast. A waste of time. What are you looking most forward to this season? Uh, the British guy, James Okongwo. I don't know. Like, I'm assuming he's going to be healthy. Huggins talked him up last season. I'm excited to see what role he's going to play. I just want to see him play basketball. Saw him briefly. I saw him be on the other side of an alley-oop, and I really enjoyed that. So, uh, James. That's my full court press. I'm Josh Witt. Check me out on the LinkedIn. You can find me on Zoom, YouTube TV. Take care. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all of your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet of up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. They got same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props. You got all the options in the world. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet against the Reds. You can bet against the Pirates. Listen, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's time. I've held off as long as I can, but it's player profile season. You know, there's a little bit of a cool in the air, just a tinge. We went from 150 degrees in nitro to... 83 and while 83 is still hot it's not 150 but with that cool in the air that means it's time to start doing player profiles the fourth edition of off-season player profiles i don't know if anything's gained from this is something i like to do this year i picked different orders i think the first year i went alphabetical one year i went from short to tall tall to short i don't i'm not sure what i did last year uh, so this year I'm breaking it down. I'm going to start with guys who have been on this podcast and then finish up with guys who have not been on the podcast. So first up for the 2022-2023 basketball season, WVU is one Kedrian Johnson, friend of the podcast. Kedrian is coming back for his COVID season to play one last, you know, one last go round in college. Kedria started 30 of 32 games last season. Towards the end of the year, the hip injury really affected his minutes and, and his performance. But I think overall, he definitely 
Kedrian Johnson in year two was better than Kedrian Johnson in year one. I test Huggins' faith in him, the amount of minutes that he played. He improved. And the most improvement, he improved on both sides of the floor. I think offensively is where he's, we saw the most improvement. And it's, and he's not an offensive guy. And we all know this. But what Kedrian did show in year two was an ability to get to the foul line, ability to slash. It was three-point percentage dipped. He was 50% from two last season. And his free throw rate went up. And again, three-point percentage dipped, but he took more of them. But that's not what last year's team needed. And so what's going to happen this year? Well, let's look at, you know, while I'm saying he's improved offensively, you go to advanced metrics for Kedrian Johnson on offense, and they do not paint a pretty picture. Plus minus is negative towards the bottom of the roster as far as all of the fancy offensive stats. Shotquality.com, not it does not paint a pretty picture, okay? But again, he improved from year one to year two, and I think his defense was solid. V- very high steal rate, like best. I felt confident. I feel confident watching Kidrian play on ball defense of staying in front of the guy. So what has he got this year? Will he start most of the games? I mean, we know Bob Huggins, and he sticks with guys he trusts. But Joe Toussaint's coming in to play, and he doesn't necessarily have to start, but there is talk that Toussaint may be the starting point guard. And last year, Kedrian Johnson started 30 or 32 games, but he basically split time with Malik Curry. And definitely towards the end of the year, while Kedrian was kind of dipping, Malik Curry was tapped on the shoulder, got more minutes, hey, go get a bucket. And so with Curry gone, Toussaint in – Kobe Johnson's still there and competing for minutes. And so I don't know what his role is. It wouldn't surprise me if he started the season in the starting lineup. But when you add Toussaint and you have the second year of Kobe Johnson and all of these guards that are coming in, I could see Kidrian Johnson being part of a three-guard lineup. I could see Bob Huggins telling Kidrian before the season, hey, man, Whatever you give us on offense is great. Uh, This year, your fifth year, I'm putting you on the other team's best guard. And if you lock that guy down, then you're going to get your minutes and you're going to get an opportunity to shine on the defensive side on the floor. And then, you know, year three, I think you can even get better offensively, get to the rim, get other guys shots. As far as closing guys, I think you could see Kedrian Johnson at the end of the games being your, we need to stop. We need Kedrian out there. And I think his defense is that good that it's going to keep him possibly in the starting lineup and feel confident that he's going to be on the court late in games. We don't usually get year three of the junior college guy. Last year we did. Last year we got Taz's third year. And we got Sean McNeil's third year. So what will the third year of Kedrian Johnson bring? We'll, we'll find out. But in a known quantity of Kedrian Johnson, the first thing you think of 
is defense. And I think Huggins is going to accentuate Kedrian Johnson being in there to guard and to stay in front of guys. This episode of Unreasonable Doubt is sponsored by Athletic Greens. What's Athletic Greens? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, pretty much all the things. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Think Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash emerging. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash emerging to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. The Hall of Fame countdown is on. We're less than one month out from one Bob Huggins being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. And it's not like we just got through the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The Basketball Hall of Fame, they do it their own way. They got they got pros. They got guys who are in there because of how good they were in college. I think the Dream Team's in there as one inductee. But Huggins will be in. There's only 400 a little over 400 inductees into the Basketball Hall of Fame, and Bob Huggins will be one of them. So the ceremony September 10th. His class includes Manu Ginobili, winner, Tim Hardaway, crossover. I'm thinking like the first word that comes to mind. There's a I'm sure other people may have something else they think of when they think of Tim Hardaway. I think of the crossover. George Carl, winner. And I'm biased there. I am a Seattle Supersonics fan. They don't exist anymore. But George Carl, he coached other places. He coached Carmelo in Denver. But I think of him on the sidelines at the Key Arena coaching Gary Payton, coaching Sean Kemp, Sam Perkins, unlocking <laughs> unlocking Sam Perkins. So congrats to George Carl. Swin Cash, UConn won two national championships with UConn and had a great pro career as well. 14 different inductees in Bob Huggins' class. Bob Huggins, Bob Huggins one of 14. So... You know, I, I think about graduation, and I watched the graduation recently. They limited who did speeches, which was fantastic. There wasn't a keynote speaker, which was fantastic. But when you're inducted, you're like it's on you to do a speech. 
And if there's 14 inductees, and let's say everybody goes, let's just say 10 minutes. Let's say you, each person averages 10 minutes. If you if the ceremony's just speeches, then that's two and a half hours. <laughs> and that's so long. That's like longer. That's definitely longer than Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Two and a half hours. So uh, I don't want to minimize the occasion. I'm excited to see the footage of Bob Huggins' speech and him getting inducted. Uh, but as far as attending, it's, I mean, it's set, like lump that in with dance recital, clogging competition. Uh, <laughs> uh, the NFL draft day three, like just, it takes forever. And, uh, but you know, let's do some let's do some bets over under 10 minutes that Bob Huggins gives a speech going into the Hall of Fame he's got to go under he's got to go under right like that's a that's a big time favorite Bob Huggins talking less than 10 minutes uh will he attend in a pullover now this is I don't know what the dress code is at the Basketball Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I'm assuming it's a suit and tie affair. Uh, Of any occasion, Bob Huggins, I can imagine him breaking out the suit and tie. But I think you're getting good odds if you bet pullover. Like I I think it's going to be there's enough of a chance that the odds are going to be pretty tempting to get a nice little return on your investment by betting pullover. Uh, but that's not happening. It's not happening for a month. But I looked through the inductees, and the only guys that are WVU alums that are currently in the Basketball Hall of Fame are Rod Thorne and Jerry West. So this will make three out of 400 plus inductees uh, that rep WBU. And Bob Huggins, he's going to be on that list. Very excited for him. Very excited to say that that's all for this episode. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt. WVU for the 2021-2022 season. They had 16 wins and they had 17 losses. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.